With us on the program today, Bob Morehouse. He's one of the directors of the WRCA, that's the Working Ranch Cowboys Association. Hey, Bob, take a little bit of time and tell us about the Working Ranch Cowboys Association, will you? Why it was formed, what its uh, mission is. Sure. WRCA, Working Ranch Cowboys Association, this is our 16th rodeo this year, November the 10th through the 13th. I remember going to Wichita Falls several years ago, way before this, and, and starting, I helped start, I think, the first ranch rodeo. And they've gotten big since then because people like to see a real cowboy out there. And, and I, I don't take anything away from the uh, PRCA guys or rodeo guys. They're they're very good at what they do. But these are real working cowboys, ranch cowboys. And it was farmed, and some people just think, well, you're the guys that have the national finals or the finals, uh, ranch rodeo finals. Yes, we are, but uh, the reason that we have the ranch rodeo finals is to uh, for a scholarship and a crisis fund. And to, uh, as many of us know, the, the ranching industry and the cowboy is, doesn't have a, a lot of money in their pockets, and, and they have kids, sharp kids that need to go to college. We also have a lot of uh, sickness and accidents, so we've set up this, uh, that's what it's about, a scholarship and crisis fund. And I think uh, this thing has been so fast growing, I think uh, 500000 probably distributed in the 16 years. The first few years, it was really struggled, very, struggled very much. Now, it just, just gets bigger every year, and... Western Bloodstock head, headquartered in the Weatherford's having a sale during the same the same weekend and uh, selling some good ranch horses and, and uh, four sixes have a bunch of brood mares, a bunch, I think 60 brood mares in there maybe, spread back. And uh, so it's, uh, we're tie, kind of tying them both together. Hopefully it's a win-win situation where the, they'll, they're going to use our crowd and we're going to use their crowd, but I think our ticket sales that we pretty well sold out. We have four, four, four performances, and Thursday nights sometimes a little light, obviously, but our Thursday nights tickets are up, and maybe it's because of the horse sale. It's for the crisis fund and scholarship fund, and, and we feel real good about it. You know, you have the ranch rodeo. What else goes on? Uh, and and you've mentioned the the horse sale. Uh, but uh, what else goes on at this particular event? Well, we'll have an auction, uh, of course, for the foundation, people donating things, that, you know, obviously maybe a fishing trip or a, a trip to a ranch or some, uh, you know, ropes or anything. They can donate and we have an auction. And, of course, and, and the trade show is one of the bigger trade shows, and we're we're – we kind of monitor it pretty good about who's in it and who's not or who we let in. And it's, it's very quality stuff. Uh, you can, uh, we, we've always said you can, and the public said we can do all of our Christmas shopping right here. Of course, if they're from the ranching industry and, or a cowboys or whatever. And, uh, it's a, that's a great trade show. A lot of handcrafted stuff, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Uh, yeah, a lot of, it's not your ordinary, you know, just 
spurs and bits. It's homemade bits and, and or not homemade bits, but custom made bits and, and spurs and then a lot of uh, a lot of collector's items, a lot of buyers spurs and clapper and gate, gate, gates and and, uh, and things like that. But it, it's a uh, it's a neat place, you know. Of course, we've got uh, I'm kind of involved with three or four of those things, and that's that's probably one of the bigger trade shows. Okay, talk about what you're involved with, will you? Well, I was, I'm was i just on the board, and uh, I, I kind of head of the ranch. Oh, I guess I left that out, ranch horse competition. We have a ranch horse association, ranch horse association, excuse me, ranch horse of America association. And uh, we have, uh, it's one of our bigger shows, and it, it, it in itself has grown drastically over the last few years it's made cowboys realize what uh what a good horse is until we had that uh it kind of ties in with rodeo until we had the ranch horse association the cowboys would have a good horse at home but no one would see him except the other cowboys around him uh, on that branch probably in the same way with you know we didn't uh i'll jump around here the ranch rodeos are really uh, we've got to know every ranch and a lot of the, the uh, contestants. It's really been fun and good, good for the ranches. But the ranch horse competition, I'm kind of helped with it. I'm director on it, so uh, it, it's it's very exciting and and <clears throat> it's really the association has really tied in real well with the uh, other ranch horses. I mean the ranch uh, rodeos, plus the fact that. The Ray Hunts and all this stuff came in about 30 years ago, and it hit the ranches. And these cowboys have made they, they've got some dang good horses. When uh, 30 years ago they they didn't they didn't. And so we've got this competition now where you can take them to town and show them all. And it's got uh, very very competitive very competitive. But that's good. That's what we wanted. It just makes better horses and better horsemen. How do you show them off uh, in this ranch horse competition? Well, you come in and, and do your dry work, which is you got to show a spin, you got to show the back, uh, stop in the back, and you got to show lead changes, and no, no necessarily set pattern, uh, rollbacks both directions, and you get all that done, and then you uh, nod for a cow, they turn a cow out, and you box him on the end, kind of like the rain cow horse and box them on the end and kind of show your horse will hold a cow. You take a little wind out of the cow, and that's actually the purpose of boxing. Then you you obviously let him, don't let him, he doesn't get by because you lose him, but you let him go down the fence and uh, turn him both directions on the fence. When you satisfied that, uh, you have, uh, you, you rope him, uh, track, and you're, you're judging all this, of course, tracking is, Tracking in rates, one thing, roping in one, and stopping is one, and and then you pull the pull the yearling, oh, 10, 12 feet, just show your horse will pull by the horn, and your time's up. And so, but ever everything you do in that is judged, and and uh, but anyway, it, it shows and, and the changing of leads, which uh, we kind of laugh at that. What? We knew 30 years ago about lead changes, and, and we'll all love it. And so, it, uh, I'll, I'll repeat it, it's really made better horsemen and better horses, the Ranch Horse Association. 
You know, some of these ranch cowboys have really gotten to be good horsemen, haven't they? Yeah, they, they really have. Uh, they really have. And, again, it goes back to this competition. And I've seen some come to the competition years ago and say, whoa, i got to take my horse home. I didn't know he had to stop like that. But, man, they got him slide and stop. And uh, and then that guy said, well, i got to take my horse home and work on that and this and this and this. Well, you see him a few weeks later, and, well, he worked on it. You know, and he just uh, didn't know what he had to do until he went to the competition and saw everybody else. So he went home made a better horse, and then he might have watched some tapes. Uh, Teddy Robinson or some of you know some of the big boys watched their tapes. Uh, I I kind of think that's important, and we have some tapes. Or I don't think they call them tapes anymore, but something you can watch and, and see some uh, a good run, you know, versus somebody that made a mistake. Uh, it's really helped the horse industry. Okay, let's get back to the rodeo. What events are involved in the uh, working? Ranch Cowboys Association uh, Rodeo. The events are built around kind of what we would do at home, and and uh, as as much as possible. Now we got bronc riding, which that's we got to ride with a uh, pretty much stock saddle, a, a saddle just like you would basically use at home. Uh, if you don't watch them <laughs> pretty close, they'll modify it and and try to cheat a little bit. But we're watching them pretty close, especially this year. Then we have them out wild cow milking, and people say, well, that, you don't do that on ranch, but actually we do. Uh, you get a cow that needs milking out, or we we get at pitchforks, we get a cow that uh, a lot of times they have a horn growing in the head. In other words, it comes out and it turns back in, and nearly every, every group of cows you bring in, you, uh, you need to saw off a horn or catch her for some reason. So that's kind of like your cow milking, and it, it's a fun event. It's... Uh, Kind of rambunctious, but it's uh, and it's it's pretty safe. You know, cow she might water on you a little bit, but she's not going to hurt you too much. And then we have a team pinning where you where you start as you you know your team they give you three numbers or a number and three head are out there or a group of cattle with with your number and you cut out those three with your number and pin them and that that goes along real good with your. Uh, at home, it's a good scenario, and and then you have a, a well, it's either pinning or the sorting, and usually it's pinning, and then you have doctoring, and that's uh, you rope, and, and there's several ways of doing that. Uh, you can rope them and head and heal them. It's just like you'd have a oh, a sick yearling on wheat field or something. You got to you got to catch them to doctor them, and so that kind of shows what you do there. So. There's basically five events. Yeah, and these are kind of interesting. That that wild cow milking contest is uh, uh, when you get to see one of those, that's something else. And in reality, once in a while, you do have an old cow out there that you have to milk out for one reason or another, don't you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, you do. Yes, sir. And uh, whether it's you catch her to milk or whether you catch her to cut off her horn or whether you just catch her, you know, what, there's several reasons. She might have foot rod or she might have a, something in her foot or she might have an oil field ring one of those rings that came come up off the end of an oil uh, uh, pipe we have that a lot you, so you catch them and get them down rest them down or head and kneel them whatever and uh, do whatever you need to do to them let them up 
Well, Bob, let's take a quick break so we can get this program paid for. But you folks stay tuned. We'll have more in a moment. You're listening to the Horseman's Corner. Welcome back to the Horseman's Corner. I'm Howard Hale, host of the show. Our guest on these two segments, Bob Morehouse, on the board of directors of the Working Ranch Cowboys Association. Let's continue with Bob. Hey, how do you determine what teams get to go to the finals? Well, the uh, we're sanctioned, and uh, oh, 20-something teams this year qualified for the finals, meaning that they kind of go through our rules, go by our rules, meaning – they had to have, oh, I think three or four out of these five events in their ranch rodeo, plus the fact they have to be on a uh, on a ranch team that qualifies, meaning they have to be on that ranch for so long, whether it's day working, X number of dollars, or a full-time employee, uh, to meet our qualifications. And two ranches can go together, and uh, I don't know, the, and two a hats team actually can be a, uh, which would be probably two people, could be day workers, but they have to, we don't want somebody to just come in there and, and hire somebody they work for them to get to come to the, you know, a ranch rodeo. We want to be authentic day workers, real day workers, and and real uh, full-time employees or full-time employees. Um, the guidelines that they have to go by and the, the, the uh, Oh, there's some others like you got to have our banner in the arena, some minor stuff. And then we uh, vote as a board or the sanctioning committee whether to sanction that rodeo. And we like uh, we like the, the Western guys. You know, we like, to me, it's fun to see the guys from, with the flat hats and long ropes from Nevada. And, uh, and, of course, we've had a Canadian team. We have a Florida team. And a lot of them in this area, but the more diverse that you can get, the more fun it is, I think, seeing those guys. And, and we kind of poke at each other, like, why do you use a rope that long? Why do you use a top? What they say, why do you tie on, you know, and why do you wear chinks and why do you wear leggings and why don't you crease your hat? So it's kind of fun in that respect. And But some of the guys at West, they, out West, they, you know, we rope's much different than them. The way we drag calves and... Uh, they kind of, we're going to have to kind of maybe change up our rules and kind of rope like they do every once in a while to, to make it fair. And I'm kind of talking out of school there, but uh, it's something, you know, that we need to probably look at. But I guess it's, it's interesting, isn't it, that there is uh, uh, quite a bit of difference from one region to another in the attire and some of the equipment that they uh, use when you talk about the ropes and difference in saddles too, isn't there? And and to me that's the fun part. As I said a while ago, you know, you get these guys with the flat hats, and we they call us taco hats. You know the way we bend them up, and we call them flat hats. And they'll have rope. We say, well, why don't you cut that rope into it and make two good ropes out of it? And it it's all way from the saddle to it's just uh, the bits, the the headgear, and the, the ropes and the stirrups, uh, leggings versus chinks, and and because of the ranch rodeo and because of the you know, the media and everything today, a lot of that stuff's kind of crossing over. We're having more people in this area, you know, 40 years ago, we didn't know what a chink was. You know, the leggings just kind of come down to your knees. 
of course, they don't have the brush out there that we do here in Texas, so that's why we have to wear leggings and, and uh, they wear the chinks. But uh, a lot of people wearing chinks, a lot of people using roll mail. We didn't know we'd laughed at them a while back for using roll mail. And a lot of people in ranch horse competitions using roll mail, you know, and the spade bit and all that stuff. It's interesting to see, and Waddy Mitchell, those guys have made some poems about the, the cowboy versus the carol, meaning, uh, or the, the buckaroo, buckaroo, and, and, you know, why do you do that? And it, it's fun. It's fun to see those guys. I, I really enjoy them. Of course, guys from Florida, they came in here, and we, we have a rules like you got to uh, got to wear leggings in the arena, chinks, leggings, whatever. Well, the guys from Florida says, we don't, we don't own chinks. We don't wear chinks, and, uh, I mean, leggings or anything. You know, we just don't own them. And we thought, well, we'll just let them slide because that's not part of their deal. And then all we thought, well, if we let them slide, somebody from Texas is going to come up and say, well, we don't wear leggings either, which they'd be lying to us. But we didn't want to set a precedence on the leggings. So we told the guys from Florida, you know, I threw if they'll get some some kind of leggings to put on, plastic leggings, <laughs> something to, to uh, appease our rule. So anyway, that's got kind of a joke to them. It, it's so much different from the... Florida guys to the Nevada, Nevada guys and uh, even the uh, Canadian guys and then us Texans, Texans and Oklahoma and this area is kind of in between. Well, I'll tell you what, it would be interesting to uh, uh, watch a, a uh, saddle bronc riding with a Wade saddle, I think. Well, you know, that, that is, you're exactly right. Of course, they have what I call squall tits on them. They, they have the you know, and, and I always thought, why don't you buy a saddle that's slick and add something on there? But, yeah, I, but I've seen some guys with big old wide stirrups and weight saddle that's dried the heck out of them. I, I really have, and I've got a weight saddle, and I, I would hate to, uh, I, I ride it with gentle horses. Well, I've got one, too, but I but I, I have, uh, when I bought them, they said it was uh, sissy bumps is what I put on there. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I might have. <laughs> Shouldn't have said what I said. <laughs> that's what I meant to say. I know that's exactly what you meant to say. Talk about yourself a little bit. Where'd you grow up? Around the Benjamin Guthrie area, King County, and uh, big ranch country. And I uh, went to school for Soda Ross for a while and transferred to Texas Tech, graduated there, and went to Pitch Park Ranch in, uh, I think, 72. And stayed there until uh, for 34, five years. And we recently, I guess, retired basically and moved to Weatherford. And they have two daughters living in Fort Worth. And actually, we've got the, I've got property down there. And I, uh, I just want to come down closer to the lights, I guess. And I've been in what I call the sticks all my life. And a lot of things I haven't done around here. Something going on all the time. And we have fun with the daughters and. Uh, that's we're in just outside of Weatherford, and uh, I, I just got back from picking up a horse in vet clinic. Oh, Judge Redstigall this past weekend, and just something like that that keeps us busy. But uh, I don't have anything, and everybody asks what I'm doing. I, I don't really, I can't tell you what I'm doing, but it's kind of stay busy. Uh, I need to probably get busier, but that's what. Uh, kind of what I'm doing right now. You're also involved with some photography? 
Yes, sir. I uh, I have a book. It's a Pitchfork Country Photography by Bob Morehouse. And I started shooting photographs at, at the Pitchfork Ranch, just seeing things that, uh, especially cowboys, that I just thought somebody needs to be be getting this on film. And uh, it kind of, I can't see myself as a photographer. I can, as far as the buttons and everything on the camera, I can see things I want. I can see the certain light and I can see what's supposed to be happening and what's fixing to happen. And so uh, I, I just started taking uh, photographs and, and have a good selection. And, and several years ago, Ratching Heritage Association in Lubbock, well, uh, several asked me about a book, and finally the Ranching Heritage, I said, yeah, let's, let's do it. And they said, we'll do all the work. So we put out the book. And it's been fun. It's been successful, and I do. Uh, I haven't photographed much since I left there. Of course, obviously my my subject matter is at Pitchfork Ranch, and I'm in Weatherford, and it's, you know, it's there's things around there to photograph, but not like what I like to photograph. But uh, it's been a, a good, fun, I guess you'd say, a paying hobby, and. Uh, I was fortunate Red Stegall asked me this weekend to have a slideshow during Red and Don Edwards and uh, Dan, uh, two more. Uh, anyway, uh, Prescott and uh, and and then they they did their singing live singing and but they used David Stackbine's photograph in mine on big screens. You know, they just kind of shooting up there is pretty rapid but anyway it, it's things like that it's not a it's more of a hobby than don't uh it's not not big income but i i like good photographs you adapted to life in the big city after all those years out in the sticks well like actually that's a good question but i'm not i'm out of the big city i'm not even in the the uh in weatherford we're out southwest of weatherford and uh it's different because you can jump in the car and be in Fort Worth in 30 minutes, or you can jump in the car and be down here at Lowe's in 10 minutes. And, uh, you know, it's, it, I kind of like it. You know, it it's uh, raised up all all my life, and where 80 miles from Lubbock was the closest town, or where I lived at Pitchfork, and you just didn't plan on anything to went to Lubbock, and you didn't go up there for a little nut and bolt. And uh, here, I, sometime I just, I think my excuse to go to Lowe's or Builder Square or something. I need load something, but anyway, uh, it, it's not hard to doubt. It really is not. I feel like I've, uh, I really enjoyed what I did all my life, and I really miss the ranch and I miss the cowboys and I miss cowboying. But uh, Forrest, uh and, and I miss the the, the owners. But I, I'm on the board, so I get to see them, and uh, it, it's. Uh, it, it's good. I don't know. Sometimes if you get into the big city and some of that traffic, be a little scarier than milk and wild cow. <laughs> well, I've gotten used to that. And, and I don't, uh, we don't get much traffic. I really don't. Uh, I don't, of course, go Houston and you will and get right part of Dallas and you will. But uh, I, I can handle it. You know, I'm, I'm traveling up. But, yeah, I kind of, it's, it's like I used to think, Looking back at pitchforks would be 
way down in the Croton Breaks working cattle and hot or cold and big crew and, you know, just true, everything around you is true cowboy. And then, and then two days later, you're sitting in St. Louis in a, in a, you know, plush office in the board meeting. And I think, well, this is a life, you know. I like to travel. I like to, I enjoy my trips to St. Louis. They, they treat us good up there. And, of course, you get in the boardroom and, you think they're all friends to get in the boardroom, and then all of a sudden they, they kind of got some questions that you had never thought of. But it's been good; it really has. And and the owners there are they're genuine. They really they're good for the for the land, and uh, they really are behind the pitchforks. And it's uh, and what it is, and, and they let us carry on tradition, say the chuck wagon and uh, branding like we did a hundred years ago, and. So they like that, uh, the old way. Well, Bob, we've run out of time for this segment of the Horseman's Corner, but gosh, it's good talking to you. And you get back with that photography and get some more of those good pictures, will you? I will. Howard, good talking to you, and I hope I didn't ramble too much. Bob Morehouse on the board of directors of the Working Ranch Cowboys Association. Their finals rodeo starts the second week in November. Thanks for joining us for today's Horseman's Corner. May God bless you. Come back and join us again, won't you? I'm Howard Hayes.